Pals, welcome back to the Poe Car with me, old friend Sheese, and my friend, nice guy Johnny. Here Bonsoir. we talk about video games. <laughs> the video games, boys and girls, it's only franchise buys games. Your weekly game news podcast uh, with two men with over sixty years' experience on the playing end of games. Never, never developed a single game in all of my days. However, I did build a level on Dreams, so I don't know what that. Uh, I don't know what sort of chops that gives us. I've put it on my LinkedIn, so you know we'll just see what happens. Nice, nice, nice. I Skills am. Skills and competencies. <laughs> Dreams level, Streets of Rage. Never finished it. <laughs> I am titular protagonist, old franchise. That right there is producer of the show, Mr. Nice Guy Johnny. Lovely to be here. Oh, as always, lovely to bloody be here. Lovely. Johnny, just before we, uh, we kick this podcast off, I told you I'd made myself a nice cup of tea. I'm trying to cut down on the booze somewhat. I feel uh-huh. uh, people are starting to cotton on that I've got a problem, so that's when you have to start taking your foot off the gas and start very much drinking in secret. But uh, I made myself a nice cup of tea, uh, and that milk's on the turn, like. That milk is on the turn. Oh, it's a bit of a sour kick, is it? Mm, not quite yet. Not quite yet. It's not uh, It's not sour enough that I know I'm about to have the shits. It's not that kind of sour. It's <laughs> well, less. you might as well have a whiskey afterwards just to get it. Well, I will. I will. I'll pour myself a nice whiskey afterwards, and we'll, we'll chase it. We'll chase this cup of tea with suspect milk with a nice uh, whiskey. So, uh, Johnny, we are a week removed at this point from, uh, well, we're not even a week. We are less than a week removed from the UK launch of PlayStation 5, so I can already see where this where this show's going. This is pretty much going to be a PS5 show. I, I pretty much expected that, and I'm all ears. But before I get into just an hour of <coughs> rambling about the PS5, Nice guy, Johnny. We'll start this show the same way we start every show, with a little bit of, what are you playing? Ooh, I'm well invested into Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Very good, very good. Very, very, very invested. Um, I know some of our listeners are more invested than me in terms of the hours they've sunk into it. Kudos, uh, Cyrix. Mod, <laughs> mod of the stream, the viral Cyrix. He sank 50-odd hours into that game now. How about you, Johnny? Where are you at? Where's your clock at? Get your clock out. I haven't checked my clock for quite a while. You I'm need really to sure check your I, clock, mate. You, know? you need to make sure you're checking your clock. Any sign but, um... of rust, you need to be on it. <laughs> <laughs> but um, in terms of pledges, I've pledged three shires. You've pledged three shires. I don't even know what that means because that's how uh. that's how far behind I am <laughs> on Assassin's Creed Valhalla. I also apologise in advance if there is an added echo to my recording this week. Uh, the green screen, which normally catches a lot of the sound and reverbs, is uh, out of the office right now. I've had to set up work from home office again, so I apologise for the vast emptiness of the sound of my recording studio right it now. just gives you a lovely cadence a bit of a cadence i do i've looked on amazon for a cadence before and i never found one but now that you said <laughs> now that you said i've got a cadence i always imagined it to be a top hat cape and cane combo i thought that's what you needed to have cadence and i don't know why i don't know why but that's, well, it, that's, it just it adds to the character, like, doesn't it? So it, it adds it adds to the character I'm trying to create here. What uh, tell us more about Valhalla, Johnny? So you've sunk how many hours in? Would you say approximately? 
probably between 35 and 40, mm-hmm. maybe now. Um, and I've been tick piecing it off. I've been like, I was, because you know what I was doing with The Witcher, and I was like, I'm just doing all these question marks and just doing I've been tick piecing it off. Tick I've been tick piecing. Tick piecing. <laughs> Give me them ticks, I'm piecing them together now. Piecing all them ticks. That's the uh, that's the title of this week's episode, unless something more <laughs> hilarious happens. Tick piecing. <laughs> anyway, so I've just been ticking off all the, the wealth and the, the mysteries and the artifacts. Yeah, yeah. So, but no, um, trip advising. Trip advising, yes, sir. Or as I like to say, tick piecing. <laughs> <laughs> I took a drink at the wrong time there, you bastard. <laughs> <laughs> down your nose. <laughs> Sour milk down your nose. This week I have been on Assassin's Creed Valhalla and I have been tick piecing my way around that map. <laughs> <laughs> not accu- accused, accused? Confused. I have with not been accused. <laughs> I have not been accused of tick piecing. <laughs> so, compare this. What was the last Assassin's Creed you played? Was it Odyssey before Odyssey. this? Odyssey. Odyssey. Yeah. And. How was your playtime compared to Odyssey? So in terms of Odyssey, I think I was a little bit deeper into the story. Right. And I'd um, let, let let a lot of the periphery, because the periphery is a lot more spread out on all the different islands in Odyssey, so it just was a little bit more of a chore, mm-hmm. I felt. Um, this time, I think I've been ticking off things. I'm just, there's something about wanting to clear the shires of all the kind of blue and yellow dots <laughs> on the map. It's that, uh, it's that fucking feedback loop, isn't it? It's that... Uh, like the grind loop yeah and it i'm in the little bit of the grinding stage but it hasn't ticked us off yet like normally it just knowing you kind of just like <sighs> i bored that of it. hasn't happened yet yeah that hasn't happened because it's always because the map's a little bit more condensed from odyssey mm-hmm. and like getting around's actually pretty quick um it doesn't feel too much of a chore that's a bonus that is a bonus Obviously, there was one time I had to fish for 10, 10 different fish or ten, 10 times of the same fish, and I, that was a little bit, bit of a piss take. <clears throat> that's uh, that's the worst kind of grind quest. Were the fish biting, or were you waiting for ages? No, the fish were biting, but I was I kept catching different ones. I'm like, I need ten of the same fucking one. <laughs> oh god. So, um, but other than that, like, in terms of the story, though, I'm starting to crack away, and it, it's getting very meta. Oof. Is it? Oof. It's getting it's getting meta. I've heard so. this. I have heard this. Uh we'll not drop any spoilers on on Pokar, but uh I have heard it gets meta as fuck. It's very self referential and it's very kind of you know, all I'll say is dream within a dream type yeah. scenarios, which Inception is, so. type shit. Yeah. Yeah. So like then you get confused about who who what? which character am I at the moment? Who am so. I? Who is, who is this? Um, but no, I'm invested. Um, let's see. I'm. I've come up with quite a few tough fights. That I know I need to go and level up now. Yeah, yeah. I hit, really tough. Like I, I if I if I vi- very early in my if playthrough. <laughs> if I if I'd uh, captured something like the other day, it was hilarious. Just like, okay, I'll fight you. <laughs> well, okay, that wasn't really a fight, but never mind. <laughs> Ah, I see you fucked me, sir. Well done. Well done. <laughs> Democracy manifest. <laughs> All I need was you died to come on the 
on the screen oh, rather no. than desynchronized. I don't want to fucking see the words "you died" ever again. I see it in me well, sleep at the minute. Well, let's uh, let's not rest on ceremony. You know, I haven't played much else. The obligatory war zone, apart from Valhalla. But so yeah, we've had the just obligatory let, let's talk about what we let's talk about what we you want to talk about. Let's let's build up to the main event, right? So we'll start at the bottom. Uh, last week, did we talk at all about? Zombies on Cold War, Black Ops Cold War. I can't remember if we did or if that happened. That happened after the podcast, I think. So, uh, as far as Black Ops Cold War is concerned, I've played uh, several rounds of the Zombies mode now. It is just as enjoyable as I remember. I've, I'm a big fan of Zombies. I always have been, going all the way back to fucking Call of Duty World at War, which was the debut. I'm, I, I don't think I'm wrong. But there's a tiny voice of doubt in my mind. That self-critics there, like, uh, but but was it really though? It was. It was. I'm pretty sure. It yeah, was. I'm. I'm fairly sure it was World at War. Uh, and to go back to that same map, but it's like years later, and there's graffiti all over the walls. Like somebody's found it. You know what I mean? It's been found by street gangs, I suppose, or like I don't know. Forest gangs. The warriors. <laughs> the warriors, gang. exactly. Forest gangs. Children of the forest. <laughs> wraiths. A gang of graffitiing <laughs> wraiths. That's, uh, I enjoyed zombies a lot. It's got a lot of the same zombie tropes where it doesn't hold your hand at all. You have no fucking clue what the objective is and you can actually survive 10 rounds and then get the fuck out of there and you think, oh, I've completed zombies. But you haven't actually touched it. There's interdimensional travel. There's fucking machine pieces lying around that you've got to jump in and out of dimensions to try and build. Uh, like the boss levels are back. I just had a great time on Zombies. Very, very good mode. And I know the title of the podcast is Franchise Buys Games, but I would actually buy Cold War again, the PS5 version, to play zombies on the ps5 to see what it looked like on there but can, uh, can you can you can you upgrade there is an upgrade option but you do pay for it you essentially put your playstation 4 disc into the ps5 and then i believe i haven't tried this yet but i believe it takes you to the store uh, where you download the ps5 version of the game at a cost i don't know if it's reduced i haven't done it yet i will take a look for next week uh, but then you end up with the PS4 version and the PS5 version installed on your console so it's the the user experience and the architecture of the PlayStation 5 however impressive comes with some fairly significant flaws none more glaringly obvious than our beloved Warzone the game that 99% of the time we stream when we're on twitch.tv slash the franchise um, if you install Warzone, uh, we went through the debacle of Warzone not being playable from the Black Ops disc if you installed Warzone from Modern Warfare. We went through that. That's a four part on Activision's part. That's nothing to do with the console. However, PS5, I downloaded just Warzone from the store, the free mode of Warzone, because my Activision account is linked to my PlayStation Network. Uh, I automatically logged in, I had all my levels, I had all my skins, I had all my loadouts, which was really nice. None of the settings were there, I had to go back in and 
re-update all my settings. Um, however, if you were to do that same thing on an Xbox Series X, you could enjoy Warzone at 120 frames, which is uh, tantalising. And the field of vision, the of view, I don't know what the V stands for in FOV, I, I believe it's view or vision. Uh, you can adjust that and you're running at 120 frames and everything's just sexy as fuck. That same game on PS5 maxes out at 60 frames a second. So that mm. is because the difference between the software built into the Xbox for backwards compatibility or smart delivery, as Xbox calls it, has never been more glaringly, obviously better than the backwards compatibility software they've engineered into the PS5. So when you try to play Warzone, it maxes out at 60 FPS because technically it's a backwards compatible game. Yeah, okay. It isn't making the most of a backwards compatible game. It's bringing it up to 60, but it ain't pushing it. It ain't boosting it to 120, not like on the Xbox. So Which is I a shame am, for a game like Warzone, you'd think players would want to be able to have that. Yeah, 120. absolutely. And I am very mm. tempted to download Warzone also on the Xbox. Like, I just can't get enough of that wonderful Warzone stuff. But Well, here's the thing. When, when we give the other Panthers the Xbox Ones, One Xs. Yeah. Free download, isn't it? It is a free download. It is a free and download. Then if, and then if with the Activision accounts work on that, if that ports across some of your stuff, or was that, is that not cross-gen? That's the thing. It is cross-gen. The whole game is cross-gen, cross-platform, the full works. But I don't actually know my Activision account login because it's just <laughs> attached to my PlayStation login. I need to try and find it somehow. and then I You don't know in. your mother's maiden name? How dare you? <laughs> You, you don't know the city you were born in, boy. The fuck the is first wrong pet? with you? <laughs> so I am. Uh, I was disappointed by that, but again, Black Ops, zombies, very much enjoyed. Let's work up the skill. Next on the list, bug snacks. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> kind of bug, kind of snack. Uh, I spent probably an hour and a half, two hours on Bug Snacks. I streamed it. It's uh, the VOD is there if you want to watch it on Twitch. Bug Snacks is such a bizarre little game. It is, it it's like Pokemon and Viva Pinata had a baby, <coughs> and it's 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 exactly as fucking daft as it sounds. Uh, although I haven't really got the crux of the campaign yet. I haven't got like what I'm guessing is the main plot device. This person's missing. You go there and you're trying to find this person. That's why you're on this island full of bug snacks. All these other people who are, who are called grumps, by the way. They are, all these other grumps are there. They've built a little settlement. You've Your early game is trying to get them all back into one place because they've dispersed across the island. And then you've got to try and find out where this person went, who you are there to see. Now, I'm already getting hints of, like, underlying, like, fucking nefarious, insidious vibes. And I'm wondering if this is going to turn into some sort of, like, adult Muppets type thing. You know, like, did you ever watch the Happy Time murders? It was... Didn't watch the Happy Time. It was... I know about it. It's, like, it was an adult Muppet show. 
Yeah. Well, adult promoted feature film uh, with like sex and drug references and foul language and that. Not unlike uh, Meet the Feebles. I think we've had this discussion before, but Meet the Feebles was an adult version of the Muppets. Uh, I'm getting vibes. I'm getting vibes that it might take a turn. Like, it might take <laughs> oh a turn God. for the darker. And that is quite tantalising. But... <laughs> Believe it or What's not, the age written in? I don't know. I didn't. I didn't check. That should have been the first thing I looked for. But like, it didn't flash up right in front of us saying like fucking Peggy twelve hour out. So I don't know. But it's it's done enough to make us think fucking hell. I want to get back to that. I want to get back to that, and I want to see how this plays out. And it wow. wasn't very much a. It was just. It was just such a nice pick up and play little experience. Like I played it for two hours and it flew by, and it was like right, catch one of these, catch one of them catch one of these, feed one of these to this person, and like, oh, he wants this to do X, she wants this to do Y, doing all this, like, little, just run around, like, little fucking Charlie jobs, but, like, still enjoyable, I, I will get back to it, I did enjoy it. The two main eventers here, let's go to the main eventers, Miles Morales, which is, essentially, it, it is, what we always suspected it would be. It is glorified DLC. It's it's not... <sighs> now, I haven't finished it yet, but from what I'm saying on the internet, you're taught on... If you just mainlined the story missions, you're taught on a three-hour add-on, a four-hour add-on tops. Wow, okay. Right? That's, That's just mainlining wow. it. They've padded this game out with so many... Uh, tropes from Marvel's Spider-Man in 2018. It's not even funny. You know, like, in Spider-Man, it was like, go and collect all your backpacks that you've left webbed to weird places. Mm -hmm. You've got that again, but it's not backpacks. It's memory boxes between you and your friend. Go and collect your memory boxes. It's tech. So, obviously, the Tinkerer is the, the antagonist in this little story. The Tinkerer's gang uh, have left tech boxes. They're called the Underground. They've left tech boxes all over the city and you can go and get tech in it and upgrade your gadgets with it. So they're all over the fucking map. And then you've got uh, like strongholds, bases, and half of them are just the old strongholds from Spider-Man to the point where they even reference this used to be run by Tombstone's gang when Spider-Man <laughs> ran them out of town, the underground just took over them. So you're fighting the same uh, stronghold, essentially. It's just a different skin of bad guy. What I will say is, this is a very, very pretty game. Very pretty game. <laughs> Absolutely pretty. fucking stunning. I can't fault them there. Stunning. Superb. Uh, and Miles Morales might be one of the best um, how, how do I put this one of the best executed superheroes in game nice as a character the character of Miles Morales is so well executed it might be up there with one of the best like I wouldn't mind if Miles Morales gets a full game if I predict when they do Spider-Man 2 for the PS5 I predict you'll be able to play through that whole game as either Peter Parker or Miles Morales. 
I suspect it'll be, or even potentially co-op. I, I don't know. If that was the case, I think I would rather play through like the next Spider-Man all the way as Miles. If the character development continues to be as strong as it is, uh, all the different suits are there, all the bells and whistles. So obviously you've got like your classic suits, your twenty ninety nine suits. You've got from in, uh, like homemade suits. You've got suits from particular story arcs or multiverse suits. Uh, Into the Spider Verse suit is there, and it's got that lovely like you know. Into the Spider Verse had that weird like almost like a like everything was just static not nothing was nothing was still everything had like this weird energy about it in that film uh, uh-huh. that translates in uh, you are playing miles morales which looks as stunning as it does and then you've just got this like almost like jittery like st- like static electricity sort of character running around the map and it just fucking plays really well and I love that suit as well so it was it was a bonus to see that in there I think I'm probably an hour away from finishing that game at this point uh, probably two or three if I if I go out my way to box everything off the one thing I thought Spider-Man was missing and again Miles Morales but Miles Morales again is DLC, it's story DLC, that's all it is. It's not a full game. By no stretch is this a full game. But one thing that I would have liked to have seen, and again this echoes back on uh, Spider-Man, is what Batman did perfectly, what the Arkham Universe did perfectly, was just get so many characters into that game, but they just had, maybe it was just a little side quest. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. the Riddler, or fucking, I don't know, Killer Croc, or well, maybe not Killer Croc, because you actually fight him as a boss, but there was... There was things littered all over the map in reference to, or directly, it was a villain who, if you didn't go and look, you would have never found them. But the crow yeah. got so much into the game. And I know Spider-Man had, like, Tombstone and uh, maybe another couple of Silver Sable. Like, she ended up getting her own, like, DLC, though. But, like, I would have just wanted to say more than that. Bring the world to life a bit. Give us, like, the reference... Uh, some of the Sinister Six, like give us, just give us more. I know the Tinker is the main villain, but like, give us a proper lower level Spider Man villain. Yeah, just yeah, like opportunity missed. Yeah, yeah, I best way of putting it. But again, how much time did they have if they needed to get yeah. the for launch? Which uh, which leads on to uh, the piece de resistance. Blue Points remake of From Software classic Demon Souls, uh, which is by far and away the best looking video game I have ever played. 100% hands down stunning. And it helps that it runs at fucking 60 frames a second, or at least when I'm playing it to the game capture, it's 160. I don't even know if I would get this up to 120. I've only played it running through my game capture. This is absolutely fucking stunning. I've spent four hours with this game and I have saw the words you died probably in the realm of 30 times in four <laughs> hours. The really fucking infuriating thing is in four hours, so I did the obviously opening gambit where you you are, you are supposed to die because the start of the game really starts when you get to the Nexus. So I did mm-hmm. the opening bit I fought that first boss. I got my fucking head kicked in. Which you can beat, apparently. Yeah, very easy to beat. You just got to stay on his ass, Stay behind him and you beat him easy. 
Um, but I didn't know that at the time. So I got <laughs> fucked. I got absolutely fucked off that boss. Uh, went to the Nexus. Then the game starts. You've got your, your arch stones. Um, went into the first world. Uh, spent four hours. Got up to the first boss. There's, I think there's three bosses. Or a boss and too many bosses in each world. Possibly more. Uh, I got up to the first real boss. Killed it. With, I don't even think I took damage killing that first true boss. Not the one pre-Nexus. The actual first true boss. Phalanx. I fought Phalanx and I fucked it up. Uh, I died 30 possibly more times trying to get to Phalanx. And I have <laughs> not felt rage quite like it in some time. <laughs> I was wondering if you'd rage quit yet. Since... Since Sekiro, I haven't I haven't felt rage like that since Sekiro. But what I will say is this game is absolutely fucking stunning, and I did not give it credit. I've got Demon Souls upstairs in a box, PS3 uh, special edition, and it's upstairs. And when I played that on the PS3, now bear in mind playing it on the PS3, that fucker was before I had the franchise as a gamer tag. This is before the brand of the franchise was born. On fucking PlayStation, I don't even know what my game attack was before it was the franchise. I played a Demon Souls under the pre-franchise game attack, uh, and I did not give that game the credit it deserved for how deep it is as an RPG. For one, absolutely not. Uh, obviously, I've been lost in a lot of Demon Souls content, uh, and a lot of people like putting content out there on how like to build the ultimate barbarian build, the ultimate mage build. And it's like, pick this as your starting class and you want to heavily lean on upgrading these character traits and you want to do these quest lines in order to get X, Y and Z equipment and that is your ultimate mage build. Dark mage, light mage, all these different builds and somebody's gone in because the RPG system is so fucking deep and they've managed to build these things and I'm like, fuck, I'm just a... I literally just want to throw fireballs at people and I didn't even <laughs> realise I would build, like... I could make an actual OP mage type build and fly through that game. So I picked a magician as my starting class because he came with a wand and a fireball spell. In hindsight, I should have maybe picked royalty because they also get magic spells. And that seems to be the go-to for... like If you're going to do a decent mage build, royalty seems to be the one people choose. But never mind. There's multiple playthroughs to be had in that game. With multiple different classes, multiple different builds. So let's just see how it gets on. Like I ended up getting quite far in Sekiro. I got in Sek. Well, I probably didn't. I thought I did, but knowing what was after the point I got stuck in Sekiro, I, I don't know how many hours I will spend in this game. I don't know when I'll hit that point where I hit an unbeatable boss, and I, I, I run out of. They're all beatable. It's whether or not I've got the skill to beat them. So, weird one. But absolutely stunning game. Uh, really showcases the PS5. Uh, truly next-gen. Truly next-gen. Truly next-gen. Bluepoint have done just a fucking superb effort here. Like, truly next-gen at, at the start of generation yes. as well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is the game. If I wanted to show off PS5, that is the game. That is the game I would put on. If I wanted to show off the DualSense controller, however, I would show off fucking 
installed shovelware Ash Robots Playroom. <laughs> and the, thing, the game that you wrote off before you even played it. The game I wrote off before I played it. Uh, and I stand corrected because that game genuinely, sincerely put the biggest fucking smile on my face. Uh, no less than 10 times in the time I spent with it. It was it was either little tricks with the dual sense, and I was like, "Holy fuck!" Them triggers, them triggers. By the way, the adaptive triggers, that is a fucking game changer. Like that is next level shit, uh, and you don't really fully understand it until you feel the tension in your finger, and it's like this wasn't there a second ago. Like, <laughs> <laughs> where the fuck did this come from? But uh, and just like just it's an odd. It is an ode to PlayStation. And going back, as somebody who, who's owned every single generation of the PlayStation and multiple peripherals for every single one, like you pull like uh, the multi tap, you can find the multi tap. Multi tap, wow. You can find like <laughs> the original PlayStation camera and shit. You can find the PSP camera. Like you find all these little. Just things littered around the world and it's all just an ode to everything PlayStation and it's so fucking wholesome and so nostalgic. It just... It, I was smiling uncontrollably playing that game. So when I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Uh, that Astro Bot's Playroom, one, is an incredible tech demo for the DualSense. Uh, two, is a pure, joyous nostalgia hit. An antidote to you died. And uh, the perfect antidote to you died. Because I was like raging and red in the face. And my neck veins were just like, <laughs> bulging, bulging out of my actual skin. I looked like someone off like the old cow and chicken cartoon from Cartoon Network. Just so <laughs> angry. Like fucking about a Powerpuff Girl villain. And then all of a sudden I'm playing this and I'm like, ah, oh, oh, look. <laughs> Oh, it's the PlayStation 1. Oh. Just fucking glorious, like absolutely glorious. Uh, if you want to get into some of the technical elements, I can, I can tell you that uh, this console runs fucking stone cold, and I don't mean Steve Austin. I mean fucking... I played six hours of Mads Morales, and you wouldn't have even thought that console was on. Very cold to the touch. Very cold. So impressive. Whoever, well, I know who did Mark Cerny. Mark Cerny. I don't rightly understand why they did it. Like, well, I do. Now that I've seen the shape, I'm guessing the tall, uh, angular collar is designed to funnel air into the front and top of the console which is then pulled through the console and blown out the back as opposed to the Xbox, which its air intake is at the bottom of the back and it pulls air in from the bottom and blows it straight up through the top. Mm -hmm. uh, the only heat on that whole console is if you put your hand around the back and it's where it's ejecting the hot air. And I expected after six hours on Miles Morales and then four hours on Demon Souls that the, 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 the console would be fit to melt uh, and it was cold to the touch really really well engineered for for heat 
especially coming off the back of PS4 and PS4 Pro. Deadly silent, deadly cold. Um, uh, as an anecdote there, after the play, uh, six hours, miles and miles, four hours, Demon Souls, I went to touch the console to do this very test and my Xbox and PlayStation are quite near each other. I touched the Xbox as my hand brushed past it to touch the PlayStation. The Xbox had been in instant on mode for approximately, let's say, 24 hours at that point. It hadn't been on. It was on instant on, but it hadn't been on. That console was warm as fuck. You'd think I'd just played six hours of Mads Morales on it and it was sitting idling in instant on. And that, that is peculiar. So I've... That very night, I turned the console on and put it in energy saving mode to make sure, like, I wasn't going to just fry something. But uh, I booted it up just before this podcast, and it's booted up. It's booted up very well, actually. It booted up incredibly quick for for an energy saving mode. It's still booted. Oh up yeah, really quick. it's still fast. It's still fast. Really fucking quick. So there's some musings, Johnny. There's some musings about the PlayStation Five. Did you or did you not manage to get one, sir? Yeah, <laughs> but it's a good one. It's no. a good one. It's a good one. No, no. no. I, I mean, it, it doesn't look like anybody's getting one pre-Christmas at this point. I think a, a select few will, but they are going to be rare as rocking horse shit. Um, it seems that the um the scalpers have won out. Fuck the scalpers! I would just do a segue into the choice cuts, Johnny. Yeah, let's go for it. Segue straight into them choice cuts. I mean, it's you know, it's it's clear as crystal that people are struggling to get PlayStation fives, mm-hmm. um, and I think there's two things to it. There's just demand, you know, yeah. is outstrips supply. Yeah. But let's let you know. We can both say this that the pre-order system is particularly either outdated or just non not working. The PlayStation five pre-order, lest we fucking forget the absolute shambles <clears> that <throat> was the PS five pre-order. Jesus Christ. And um, I mean every 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 different like you know, the way Curry's tried to operate with you know I, I like which I in effect paid two grand for, for, for my Xbox Christ. Series X, even though I was gifted fifteen hundred or something like it was just the way they were trying to get around the scalpers things just shows how sophisticated the scalpers have got. Yeah, yeah. To get these things, um, but you know it just makes a mockery really that you know. So it's particularly for high high tech companies like Amazon, who obviously just didn't bother and just almost just first come first first yeah. get. You know what I mean yeah. in terms of them. But even from their point of view, they've either I had trouble fulfilling those orders or had some very questionable deliveries mm. <laughs> made. So I will I will comment on that. Uh, obviously, we know from the last episode or possibly the episode before. That Amazon delayed my Xbox Series X by a whole 24 hours. Uh, I was given 10 English pounds for the privilege of them delivering that. Amazon apologised and gave us a tenner, which I then spent on a plush toy of the child from The Mandalorian. So, win-win. Amazon did deliver my PS5 on launch day, very early on in the day, actually. Uh, So, what I will say is they they've made amends that did the unthinkable in my eyes and they've got that console to me in good time on launch day which I didn't think they were going to do but 
on that topic of questionable deliveries, there's been a spate of uh, incidents reported on uh, the old Twitterverse where people had taken delivery of a box on PlayStation 5 launch day, which was the same size as a PlayStation 5 box, it was the same weight as a PlayStation 5 box, and when they opened it, it was tins of dog food, etc. Now, this to me smacks of uh, temporary delivery drivers, zero-hour zero contract delivery drivers who knew it was PlayStation 5 launch day and who've had access to a roll of Amazon tape, you know, that tape with the fucking string in it that they use. They've, oh, had, yeah. they've had access to a roll of that, they've had one of them in the van, they've had a, f- a few boxes, uh, and they've literally thought, right, open this, take the PS5 out, go to Asda, buy something that weighs the same, pack it out with all the packing papers so they don't rattle about, make the delivery, and then what is it? It's your word against us. Somebody says, you've clearly done this. You say, well, no, I didn't. I, I, I picked that up from the sorting depot. Like, somebody in your packing warehouse has done this. Like, th- there's no there's no proof. Unless you can track the van mm. and you're saying it went to Asda. But even then, as, as long as you got petrol while he was there, he's fucking laughing. So, it, it is highly unfortunate. This is the world we live in. And the people who did steal these PS5s, these delivery drivers who stole the PS5s, allegedly stole these PS5s, did they play them or did they go on to try and sell them for a grand on eBay? Because that's, yeah. that's like the going rate at the minute. Speaking of the Twitterverse and this fucking PS5, did you see that fucking tweet that gathered a whole head of steam where some woman was like, all these adults, all these adults who've bought a PlayStation 5 instead of letting a child have it for Christmas... You know, you're pretty much stealing that out of Santa's sack, right? I just quote-tweeted just... quote that and just said, tell the little cunts to get a job like the rest of us. <laughs> <laughs> Brutal. I'm not saving up for a year for some fucking idiot who doesn't have any cl- the faintest idea about PlayStation or Xbox to go, oh, any adult that's bought one of these, what do you think the PlayStation 5 is? If my mum and dad had managed to buy me a 500-quid console for Christmas one year... I w- the family wouldn't have eaten for three months. Like, how privileged are these fucking kids these days? I saved up a year for these fuckers. Unbelievable. Anyway, moving on, Johnny. What else we got on the docket? Oh, 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 oh. Um, well, let's flip the Microsoft for a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, let's just talk talk about the fact that we're probably. Are we in the swan song of actual console hardware at the moment? Well. Phil Spencer seems to think not. Phil Spencer seems to think we will get iterational generations now. Because it's interesting, you know, in terms of, you know, because, you know, this is from The Verge, you know, um, Microsoft hinting at turning Xbox into an app for your TV. Mm-hmm. So it's coming. You know what I mean? If you if they can get the internet infrastructure there and all the cloud gaming stuff going on, then then does hardware become a thing of the past? If the cloud goes the way that they want it to, uh, no, I don't think it does. I don't think hardware ever goes away because as you've said many times on this show, we as gamers like the tangible. We like to have the box. Yeah, If we can get a hold of the fucking thing. If we can get a hold of the fucking <laughs> thing. Uh, as gamers, we do like to have something tangible. I think there will be a massive uptake in people who get the app because if the app's free then 
which it will be. You'll still have to pay your Game Pass subscription, but the app will be free. So you you can be someone who's never owned a console or couldn't get a console, a Series X, uh, a Series S, and still have, arguably, if you've got good enough internet, you can have uh, just as good as an, of an experience streaming it much like you would Amazon in uh, Amazon Prime or Netflix in 4K. You just stream it. Yeah, and if the cloud is as good as people say it is, I haven't yet tried it. I do have access. I've got Game Pass Ultimate, but I don't have a single fucking Android device in this bastard house. Although it is, I, I might buy a tablet just to test this out because it's Black Friday, so I get an Amazon tablet for next and now. Now, but I might, I might test that out. But uh, yeah, I think this is an absolute boom for Microsoft. You've won. You you're hitting the people who couldn't get the console. Um, mm-hmm. you're saying you can still have the exact same experience as long as you've got a controller this is where it gets muddy for me what does that controller link to if it's just an app on your television what does your controller link to do you bluetooth your controller at the television and, th- and then what sort of latency we're talking here I, s- I only see this working not as an app but as uh, a fire stick or a chromecast mm-hmm. where you can sync your bluetooth controller to the actual stick or device whatever it might be this mini set top box essentially you sync your controller to that to remove as much latency as possible yeah i don't see it working with an app because if you get an entry level 4k television for 300 quid now right 4k televisions are very affordable now the entry level 4k television it is a 4k television it's by no means the best 4k television but it'll still it's still 4K. It's still good enough. But if you're getting a 300 quid 4K TV, uh, what's what's to say they've even put decent Blu-ray tech in there? What's to say they've put sorry, um, not Blu-ray, Bluetooth? What's to say they've put Bluetooth in it at all? If this is a budget mm-hmm. entry-level 4K television, what's to say it just doesn't have Bluetooth? Know what I mean? So there's. Yes for the app. Yes for getting it on televisions without the hardware. No, you can't do it with just the app. The app needs to come as part of a Chromecast type device, as part of a Fire Stick type device. That's that's my thoughts anyway. I don't know if, I don't know if you you want to riff on that. No, I I agree, and I I fully support what you said about the the, the tangible thing. We like having something. Mm-hmm. You know, we like feeling a bit more in control that way. But um, I, I, it's just the way it's going, you know. If they can, you know, up, if they're going to upgrade their, you know, the server blades to be more capable than the actual hardware, yeah. You know, at some point, which um, I mean, that doesn't just fall on them; that falls on internet providers as well. Yes, exactly. And it's 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 the it, the other infrastructure has to line up. Yeah, for that to work. Absolutely. Um, and it, and that that exactly what you said. It led from you know internet service providers to the TV using to the controller and how that links in. You know, I mean, all that has to be as good and as accessible as having a console in your front room mm-hmm. or on your desk. So we're not there yet. I agree. It needs to be but, the console experience without yes, yes. without any tolerance or maybe a slight tolerance, but not not so great as you don't get a good experience it needs to be it needs to be an xbox one x 
level of experience, no less. Do you know what I mean? You need if that's mm-hmm. what you're going for. If you're going and your cloud needs to be up to snuff, which so far it seems to be. Your internet seems to be up to snuff, and I mean it's 2020, and we still have internet black spots. I mean, you only got decent internet the other week. Do you know what I mean? We've yeah, still, true. Yeah, we've still got internet black spots here. Five G is rolling out, but the areas you get five G in, it's terrifying. I've done a speed test on five G, and I pulled 160 meg internet download speeds on five G. That's terrifying for for just a, a mobile phone. <laughs> but 5G is fucking scarce still. 5G is yeah. not fully rolled out. But there's there's a lot of ifs and buts here. I think if you bundle it with a Chromecast or stick device on a, in an area with good internet, I think you have got an absolute winner. You're on an absolute winner. Because then it doesn't matter what level 4K television you've got. As long as it can display 1440p or whatever the fuck it is. Uh, be it a 300 quid one or a 2,000 pound one you, you plug that stick in there and all the actual computing all the processing's done at one end and you just get the end result beamed here in glorious 4k running at what you'd imagine has to be topped out somewhere in the region of 60 but speaking from personal experience now as a ga- as gamers right Johnny as console gamers who never really We've spent some time as PC gamers, that has to be said. We never spent some time as expensive rig PC gamers. We spent some time playing fucking StarCraft and uh, many other RTS, Command and Conquer, uh, early Call of Duty games, the Legends of Kesmai before World of Warcraft came out. None of these needed good hardware. We dropped off that PC scene early-ish, we dabbled, but mainly we've been console gamers, and as a console gamer in the past couple of generations, we have have grown up with 30 frames a second. So jumping to 60 frames a second, consistent 60, and sometimes higher on these two new consoles, that is a fucking absolute game changer for me. That That is the technological leap between an iPhone 3G and an iPhone 4, that's the leap we're talking about there. 30 to 60 frames is a fucking game changer, and you don't realise it. You don't realise it until you've got it in your hand on a half decent television or monitor. Uh, with a like, you just it's uh, that's it. That's it for me. Which... That's the thing. I'm, I'm I need to fire up the old Xbox One X and have a check, reach it, you know, just. Have a feel of how, how different it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, it's it's like, is it going to be the same as like when you accidentally watch something in standard definition? Yeah. <laughs> oh, what is this? <laughs> oh, oh my god, they're ugly. <laughs> oh. Have we uh, have we got anything else on the old docker there, Johnny? Well, 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 we, we joke about um, cyberpunk coming to an early twenty twenty. Yeah, yeah. One, <laughs> twenty twenty two. But. There's been an interesting few days. So it was reported, I think, yesterday or the day before, that the, there seemed to be physical copies out in the wild. Yeah, I saw this. And I was like, "Whoa, what's going on? And then you know, someone said, so be careful of um, spoilers coming out. And then I think yesterday, uh, gameplay is already being leaked. Yeah. And I think CD Projekt Red have actually officially released some PS5 and PS4 Pro gameplay today. 
Yeah. So that they're in damage control a little bit, I guess. Full on, full on damage control. Um, but yeah. So I mean, th- this would say I that it, you know, we're on track for the tenth of December, maybe. I I hope so. I know I've said I've gone on the record saying I say this game's slipping into twenty twenty one, but if we've got physical media out in the wild, that's not that that doesn't really mean anything. If a physical disc got out in the wild, that game has not had the day one patch. The discs that are out in the wild currently, uh, that game might be buggy as fuck. Mm-hmm. Because it's the day one patch that's pushing this back. It ain't. It ain't the physical problems. The it's already gone gold. The the discs are done. They're sitting in a warehouse somewhere. They exist. Yeah, true. They exist in great number. The fact that they've got out is no surprise. There's millions of them sitting in warehouses all over the world right now. But the the quality of the game on those discs is a very different fucking story altogether. Like, I think that's what they need to be on damage control about. Gameplay leaking is showing really fucking buggy areas. Shit, yeah, people, so... people with no faces, yet eyes and lips. Do you know what I mean? Just, that's the kind of shit they need to avoid getting out. Because that's the kind of shit they're aiming to fix with a day one patch. I'm assuming at this point. Yeah, and that's probably why they've come out with some... Um, what's the word? Um, sanitized video of yeah. their own making. Yeah, yeah. Oh, fully agree. Fully agree. But hopefully, hopefully, we're still on track for a. Fingers crossed, man. Fingers crossed. Ten. Fingers or, crossed. or in this day and age, it's all part of an orchestrated marketing plan to bring. You know, it's had some bad press. Do you do you use this to spin it back in the positive positive light? Hmm. Time will tell. Time, Time will tell. tell. Time will tell. We are but a few weeks away at this point, unless we find ourselves delayed again, which I hope we don't. But there you go. And I've got one more little nugget on my docket. Get your, get your nugget out. Right. <laughs> so we've talked about this before, and in, in, like, like in general, having you know, if it, if it, like we talked about Hellboy, didn't we, in the stream the other day? If Hell if Hellboy was a game. Yeah. being released as a game now who would you want to develop it and all that kind of thing yeah yeah and things like that and here's one that i didn't see coming but makes sense to me okay. perfect sense i'm quite excited so um io interactive developers behind the hitman series yeah, yeah. is working on a james bond game project 007 could you get a better fit exactly i was just thinking that and I, i've never made that connection before like you know to a 007 yeah bond game yeah but yes Wow. <laughs> yeah. Unbelievable. So, Superb, in fact. Because IO Interactive got the rights to Hitman and they leaned hard into it and they did Hitman, essentially like a re- the rebooted Hitman almost, mm-hmm. episodically. Uh, and then Hitman 2 came out. Uh, both of them I own. Fucking, I love Hitman as a franchise. Uh, none of them have hit quite as hard as Blood Money did back in the day. What a fucking game Blood Money was. What a game. What a game. Um, but we've got Hitman 3 coming out next year. Yep. Uh, and now we know they're working on a 007 game. And so I don't want to be that guy, Johnny. Right? I don't want to be that guy. And I'd have to fact check this because I don't know who developed these games. In fact, I'm going to Google it right now. The problem that I've got is did IO Interactive develop Hitman Go and uh, 
like to Lara Croft go, which were essentially the little fucking developed by Square Enix, published by Square Enix. No, that's fine. That's fine. No, that's alright. Did you ever see Hitman Go? I was well, aware of it. It was essentially, it was a board game, uh, and you moved your piece around the board. It wasn't, it wasn't Hitman as you know it. It was, you get a turn, and in that turn you can move so many spaces or perform an action. And you had like a little figure, like almost like a little mini of the character on the screen that you moved around. It was like a board game. It was, it was a virtual board game. That's what Hitman Go was, and that's what Lara Croft Go was. There was another, a couple of other Go iterations, I believe. And when I heard that I.O. were working on it, the first thought that came to my head was, fuck, did I.O. do them Hitman Go games? Is this <laughs> James Bond game going to be James Bond Go? And then that would have really soured it, because I was hoping for a Bond game very much in the same vein as Hitman. Which, that's now that I've checked and, and it's Square Enix, it isn't I.O. who did it, then... Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. This could be this could be something fucking special. I mean, we haven't had a decent Bond game since Goldeneye. Exactly. And that was N sixty four. How many generations ago was that? That was PS two era. Three gens ago. Fuck. We're overdue a good Bond game. We are. Exciting news! Exciting news. Yeah, and keep that's your, my docket cleared. Keep your finger on the pulse of that one. I don't know if. Uh, I think I brought nothing to the docket other than exhaustion from absolutely <laughs> fucking hammering the PS5. I feel terribly, terribly sad that I, uh, I've, I've overlooked the Xbox since since it'll launch. Come, it'll come back. It'll come back to it. Yeah, it's uh, you. You always said that you you were you were excited about the 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 next gen offering that PlayStation had for its launch. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, I've absolutely fucking shit on the PlayStation 5 on the run-up to it. Sony looked to be bringing that classic hubris. But now that I've got it in my hands, I, I, phenomenal console. Phenomenal console. But then again, Xbox, phenomenal console. Just mm-hmm. Sony brought like probably one more game than Xbox did. One more AAA than Xbox did. They've, they've brought that next gen experience from what you you sound like in yeah. the Demon Souls. Yeah, they you know absolutely I mean? have. They absolutely have. You need you need to have the PlayStation Five to have that experience. And once this fucking lockdown shifted, Johnny, and we get you up here for a few days, and you move in with me for a few days. Oh well, yeah. Uh, <laughs> all literally, all we're gonna do is just fucking game like, and you'll get to see Demon Souls firsthand. And I get to stream you playing your first From Software game. <laughs> god. Oh, God. Embarrassing. Embarrassing. Yep. Uh, I have got a couple of bits of... Well, I've got one bit of news that I want to touch on. Um, the ever-omnipresent Fortnite. Uh, I haven't downloaded it yet for the next gen, but it's free, so I might. Uh, Fortnite is introducing Fortnite Crew, the ultimate subscription offer for can't-miss Fortnite content. What's included, I hear you ask? The Battle Pass for Season 5, yours to keep, an exclusive monthly crew pack, which I imagine is uh, cosmetics, and a thousand V-Bucks a month. 
and that is available from the 2nd of December. Now, what I am trying to find is a, a confirmation that The Mandalorian's Din Djarin and The Child are coming to Fortnite Season 5. So, clearly, I'm downloading Fortnite immediately. <laughs> also, Venom's currently available in the store because this Marvel event they're doing, uh, Galactus is coming. 1st of December, Galactus turns up. And I think it's the next massive event in Fortnite where essentially the whole map fights Galactus. <laughs> Which I think is fucking... Fortnite's still out there absolutely killing it. And speaking from somebody who is a streamer, Twitch affiliate, by the way, whatever. Somebody who is a streamer and somebody who spends a lot of time watching streamers. A lot of the big streamers are going back to Fortnite. Uh, in, the, in fucking droves. And... I think Fortnite's about to have... I, it never went away. This When I say Fortnite's about to have fucking a renaissance, it never went away. People stopped talking about it. It never went away. This Marvel event has been ongoing for fucking I don't, two months at this point. Skin mm. after skin of just fucking quality skin characters, Marvel-licensed characters, which I haven't bought any of, and that's blew my mind. But then when I saw Venom was there, I was like, this is it. I can't let another Marvel skin go. So I'll tell you what, Johnny, um, the Xbox is on right now. <laughs> I'm downloading Fortnite. Go for it. It's never played Fortnite. You've never played Fortnite? Never played Fortnite. You played Fortnite with me on the original Xbox? Did I? I'm sure you've played Fortnite with me. Me, you, powerful young James Campbell... Uh, the ban hammer himself, the viral Cyrix. I'm sure we had. No, no, I don't think we have. Holy don't shit! Think I have. Holy shit! Now I need to remember me Fortnite login. <laughs> get your book of passwords out. <laughs> I need to get me a little book of passwords out. Password capital P A S S. Ah, incorrect, eh? How about password one? <laughs> I've logged into it on my Switch. I'm going to see if I can find uh... I'll see if I can find it on there. You see, see, this is the thing. I'm I'm, I'm against cosmetics usually. I don't like paying for shit. No, but when they look that cool, though. No, no. <laughs> and in Fortnite, that's the game where you actually see your own cosmetics. This that is isn't true. like Warzone where yeah. I run around like yeah. fucking Texas Chainsaw Massacre and I can never see myself. Fortnite's third person. You get to see this. Fortnite infinitely better on the Switch for me because I've got that Switch Pro controller, and you just—it's just a massive ego boost when you're finishing either top, you're getting the victory <laughs> royale, or you're finishing top three every single time you play on the Switch. Because uh, you control the thing better. Because <laughs> your controller's just far better than kids playing on the Joy Cons. But Xbox and PlayStation are a different base. Like, but I'm gonna install that right now. I suggest you do the same because after this podcast. We playing Fortnite, baby. <laughs> oh shit! Oh shit! I will get on to it. Sir. I'll get on. To it. Get on to it immediately. Uh, let's check the dirt sheets, Johnny. Let's see if there's anything else we need to talk about here. See if we've missed anything while recording. I'm not going to get that Fortnite subscription thing, though. Absolutely not. No, I don't want. I don't want the subscription thing. But I do want the Mandalorian skins. Obviously. Obviously. Isn't them isn't isn't there some Mando skins coming for to um Minecraft as well? Uh, not already there. There's a new Star Wars pack coming. Um so yeah, the the Mandalorian skins are gonna be in Minecraft. 
Do do. I'm not saying anything. I'm not saying. I'm not saying anything either. All right. Hang on. Twenty-two minutes ago, console tribalism, one of the worst things in the industry. Xbox um, boss Phil Spencer. Right, he's not wrong. He's not wrong. How toxicity can harm the video games industry. Nope, he's not right. Not right. Yeah, not wrong there. We're well, a bunch I mean, of bastards. <laughs> it's a it's an industry born out of fucking nerds who couldn't ever act this way in person because they don't have the confidence to do it. So anonymity is the problem. Yeah. These days, anonymity is the problem. I'm not saying anything, Johnny. I'm not saying anything in me, uh, in me news feed. Like, nope, nope. Um, still out of stock. <laughs> still out of stock. I did hear some. Uh, I think it was Cyrix had mentioned Smiths might be getting some in on the first of December. I'm hearing whispers of Very getting another contingent of consoles coming in, but no date yet. So, hopefully, mate. Hopefully, we can get you sorted out with the PS5. But until then, I'll download Fortnite on the on the Xbox. Fuck yeah, All right. I will. Alright. Right, Johnny, we're going to wrap that up there. I'm going to go and edit this. You're going to go and download Fortnite. I'm going to see if uh, the prospect fancies some as well. Either of the prospects. So, but uh, anything else, Johnny, before I wrap this up? Nope. Nothing for me. Boys and girls, this has been Franchise Buys Games, the second best gaming podcast on the planet currently uncontested uh that has been nice guy johnny good night everybody uh i have been old franchise if you've enjoyed what's happened day to day jump on over to apple podcasts leave us one of them five star reviews do tell a friend spread it about in chat rooms if they're still a thing uh make your own merch make your own merch go see friend of the show uh mod Banhammer himself, the viral Cyrix, who cannot stop making merch. So, uh, we are available on the socials Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Search for the franchise. Also on Twitter now, by the way. Oh, yeah. Search for nice guy. What are you? Nice underscore guy underscore Johnny. That's me. On uh, Twitter. Johnny. Johnny is on Twitter. He's back on Twitter. He's using it sparingly, like the last piece of butter. And he never knows when he's really going to want to have that bit of toast. So he's using it sparingly, but he's still using it. So he is back on the socials. Uh, we do stream every Monday, Wednesday and Sunday. Not exclusively. If we find the time in between, we jump on and we do stream over at the franchise. Uh, sorry, twitch.tv slash the franchise. So we'll see you in the chat. And boys and girls, until next time. Laters. Say bye, Johnny. So long, and thanks for all the fish. Skate, Panthers. <laughs>